Shalom Bracha, this is Chazar Shir number 11, where B'siyat we will discuss whether one is obligated to recite a bracha on dessert or on fruits that are served uh, during and throughout the meal. So we saw the Gemara in Masechus Brachos and the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Kuf Ein Zayin that basically um, break down uh, a meal into three sections. So section number one is food that is normally served during the meal. Your meat, your chicken, your kogel, your potatoes, the main course, the stuff that's served as the meal. The halach is that if you wash beforehand, the hamotzi at the beginning and the bench at the end covers those foods that are going to be served as the main staple of the meal. Why is that? So Tosos and the Rabbi and the Rashba explains that when you make a bracha on uh, on bread, it's going to cover all the things that are meant to satiate. Bread is meant to satiate. These main courses are also meant to satiate. They're eating together with the bread, meaning it's it's like served together. They're eating together, and therefore the bracha of the bread is going to cover those things. So you don't need to make bracha not before and after. The second category is food that's served during the meal. I mean, I'm still in the middle of the meal, but it's usually not meant to satiate. It's not meant to fill you up. It's not meant to be eaten together with the bread. It's meant to add a little bit of flavor, for example, fruit. Here the halach is that you need to make a bracha beforehand. Why do you need to make a bracha beforehand? Because my hamotzi doesn't cover it. And the Mishabura explains that even if while I'm making the hamotzi, I have in mind to cover the fruit, it still doesn't work. Why? Because hamotzi only covers things that are eaten together with the bread, things that are meant to satiate, and not things that are going to, that, that are just meant to add a little bit of, uh, of flavor. So therefore, I need to make a bracha before. I do not need to make a bracha after because I'm still in the middle of the meal. And my benching is going to cover those things uh, that I ate during the meal. And now that I ate this fruit during the meal, the bench is going to cover it. The last case is the case of where the meal is over and then more food is served. What does it mean the meal is over? So Tosa explains when the bread is removed from the table. When everyone says, okay, we're no longer eating bread. So then the bread is removed from the table, the meal is over. And then any food that's served after that, you're going to have to make a bracha before and after. Why before and after? Because it has no shaykhs to the meal. Benching at the end can only cover food that's eaten during the meal, but this is already after the meal. The Be'er Allah explains that today, and the Shulchan Aruch explains that this, this doesn't really exist today, of, of you know removing the bread, because what's considered removing the bread, explains the Be'er Allah, says the equivalent of that today would be removing the table. If you move the table away after the meal, before you bench, so then any food that's served afterwards, you would have to make a bracha before, and you would have to make a, a bracha at the end. Today, even when you're serving dessert, you're still sitting at the meal. So therefore the halacha is that, that, um, that you would, it would not fall into this third category where you would have to make a bracha before and after, rather it would fall into category number one or category number two. Category number one is food that is meant to satiate, that's eaten together with bread where you don't need to make a bracha. And category number two is food that's not meant to satiate, for example, fruit, where the halacha is that you would have to make a bracha before and not a bracha after. The Shulchan Aruch adds on this second case of making a bracha before um, and not a bracha after. He says, let's say you want to avoid making the bracha. So the first time the fruit is served, if you put it on a piece of bread and you eat it together, and then also the last time you're taking a piece of fruit, you eat it together with the bread. So you're basically showing, I'm eating the bread together with the fruit. And therefore, even if in the middle of those two times, I'm eating the fruit without, uh, by itself, the luck is I don't need to make a bracha on it. The Mishabrua says that even in this case, really it's best to eat the fruit alone and make a bracha. The Shulchan Aruch, though, adds, and he says, let's say I'm having a meal that's just fruit, meaning I'm washing, eating fruit, and then benching, right? So here, the fruit becomes the staple. The food becomes what I'm eating to satiate. The food becomes what's eaten together with the bread. And the Chorah wouldn't need to make a bracha on it, just like I don't make a bracha on the meat that's served during the meal. Uh, but the Shulchan Aruch says that there are those who argue, and therefore the best thing to do is the first time you're eating that piece of, that, that fruit, 
uh, eat it together with a piece of bread, and then you can eat the fruit by itself, and you won't need to uh, you won't need to make a bracha uh, not before and not and not after because it's served as the main staple, it's served as the main as the main thing that's being eaten at at the meal. So now what we discussed at the rest of the shir were various different foods that are that are served, and we need to determine are these things served in order to satiate, in order to fill you up? Are they like meat and bread, and and are they like meat and chicken where you don't need to make a bracha before and after, or do they fall into the second category of foods that aren't meant to satiate, they're meant to add flavor? Where the halacha is, you would have to make a bracha before and not a bracha after. So the first thing we discussed was Pasaba Bikisni, where the Shulchan Aruch quotes a specific case of Pasaba Bikisni, and the Magen Avram adds, the Mishabur quotes the Magen Avram, who says, any form of Pasaba Bikisni, the halacha is, that would be category number two. It's not eating to satiate. When you eat a little piece of cake at the end of the meal, you're not eating that to satiate to fill you up. You're eating that because it's uh, as a nice added dessert. Where here the halacha would be, you'd have to make a bracha before and not a bracha after. You don't need to make a, you need to make a bracha before because it's not meant to satiate. It's not eaten together with the bread as part of the meal. But once you do eat it, as part of the meal and you made a bracha on it so then the benching at the end is going to uh, cover it comes the Baralacha and he says not so fast he says if you remember when we discussed Pasa Babakistani so the Shulchan Aruch quoted three opinions food uh, dough that's stuffed with with, with like sweets uh, with jelly and apples of Kulay. opinion number two is when the dough is made sweet, and the opinion number three are cracker-like foods. So we saw it's a, so we we saw machlokas achronim whether the three opinions are arguing with one another uh, or not. But lemaisa the shulchan aruch paskins he says since uh, let's assume that they are arguing with one another, and each one is saying you know this is considered pasuk kisni, not the other two opinions. So if you're eating it not as part of the meal, the halach is we're going to say sabik darabban and lahakel, and you would have to make a mazonus on each one of those on, on those things. Why is that? Because you're right that. You know, when I'm when I'm about to eat a cracker. So according to cracker, according to the opinion who says a cracker is possible because it's a mizonos, according to the other opinion, it's considered bread. So we're gonna say Savik Brachos Hakal, we're not gonna make you wash and bench, and therefore it's make a mizonos. So comes the Baralacha and he says the same thing is gonna you'll, you'll have the flip side. Uh, but the same concept when you're eating the pasta babakisni during the meal. If I already wash now on bread and now I'm eating some sort of cracker for dessert. So according to cracker, the opinion number three, that cracker is pasta babakisni. So in a chanami, I should make a mazonos. But according to the other two opinions, what is this cracker that I'm eating for a dessert? It's mamish bread. And if it's mamish bread, of course, I don't need to make a bracha on it. Why? Because I was already yotze with my hamotzi at the beginning of the meal, right? When you have different forms of bread throughout the meal, you don't make a new bracha for every form of bread. If I make hamotzi on pita and then I have a Baguette, and then I have some sourdough bread. I don't need to make a bracha on each one. So if we hold, right, you're right, according to one opinion, a cracker is considered possible but according to the other opinion, the cracker is considered uh, mamish bread. So the chora, we would say, since there are opinions who hold that it's bread, savik brachos lahakal, and you wouldn't need to make a bracha on on, uh, on 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 these cakes that are that are served. However, says the Be'er Alache, he says if you have food that fills all three criteria, meaning it's food that's stuffed with sweet with with like fruit and what and what like, and the dough itself is made with sweeteners, and it's cracker like, the Alache is that it's going to be considered. Um, it's it, then the Kuliyam is considered Pasaba Bekisni, where Lachori you would have to make. Uh, Amazonas in it. So for example, if you have these apple fritters that are stuffed with apples and it's crunchy and the dough is made sweet um, or maybe even uh, wafers, right? Those are those are crunchy and it's made, uh, those lechora would all be considered, uh, assuming wafers really are impossible but kissing, but if you have things that that fill all three criteria, the halach is that it's going to be considered, uh, you would have to make, uh, you would have to make uh, Amazonas in it, maybe a chocolate chip cookie, 
Could be considered pasta babakisi if it's made crunchy, because uh, it's it's stuffed with chocolate chips. The dough is made uh, sweet uh, and and it's crunchy. So there, lechori, you would have to make a, a mizonus on it, uh, a mizonus on it. And and the mice, the baralacha says those who want to make a bracha on food that is that is stuffed, unlike desserts that stuffed, that seems to be like the the main opinion. And therefore, hamivarch on that is not uh, is low hifsid. It doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't lose out. And then we quoted uh, we quoted Rishon Mazalman and we quoted. Uh, Mazaman, who basically said if a person is eating a sufganiyah at the end of the meal, so a sense of sufganiyah is like, besides for the fact that it doesn't fit all three criteria that you wouldn't make a bracha, but since it's like filling, like people eat it also, it also fills you up, so you would not need to make a, you do not need to make a bracha. The Yalkut Yosef, uh, he adds, he says that it's best not to eat cake during the meal. He says, why get yourself in such a suffix? And uh, it's best to avoid it and you should bench and then have dessert afterwards where you can make a bracha uh, before and, and, and after. We're going to see Lemaisa, the best thing to do if you're having cake is maybe make a mizonus on a bisli. If you're making a mizonus on a bisli or even on a wafer where that lukuliyama, la lach is, it would have to be, we'd have to make a mizonus and then have in mind to cover the cake. The next thing we discuss is fruit. When fruit is served as desserts, that's mamish like the case of the Shulchan Aruch, you'd have to make a bracha before and uh, you do not need to make a bracha afterwards. What about bisli? If a person has, is serving or has bisli throughout during the meal, so lechora, the halacha is when you have something that's bisli is a tafshil of mizonus, right? It's, it's something that is cooked. It's made in a kadeira. It's deep fried, right? It's, uh, it's bisli is deep fried. And then the, so therefore, it's not considered pasta babakisni. So since it's not considered pasta babakisni, you would, and, and it's something that's not served during the meal. The halacha is you would have to make a mizonus, meaning pasta, which is a tafshil of mizonus that's served during the meal, that's meant to satiate, that's meant to be eaten together with the bread. The halacha is you don't need to make a mizonus, but a bisli that's not served as part of the meal, and it's not considered pasta babakisni, it's considered the halacha is you would have to make a mizon, you would have to make a mizonos before, but you do not need to make a mizonos uh, a mizonos after. With regards to soup croutons, we said soup croutons those are served as part of the meal, and therefore you do not need to make a bracha ice cream. So lechora, if you look at ice cream, ice cream is not something that's meant to satiate. Since it's not something that's meant to satiate, lechora you should have to make a bracha. It's like criteria number two. It's like fruit. It's meant to add flavor to the meal. Lechora you should make a bracha before uh, and not a bracha after, and that's how Rishon Mazalman passes. The comes to early and he says one second. He says, if it's just ices, if it's just frozen water with, with some sugar, so then that's water. And the halacha is that if you washed, you don't need to make a bracha on, on the drinks that you drink during the meal, right? So if you have sweetened drinks, if you have Coca-Cola during the meal, you don't make a shahakal because it's included in, in, the, in, the, in the hamotzi. So therefore, if you have just ices by itself, you would not make a bracha because it's covered in the hamotzi. But, but, um, but if, if, the, if the ice cream itself is made out of, out of dairy products and out of eggs and it's whipped together, so then that's already food. That's food that's not normally in during the meal itself and it's not meant to satiate where the halach is you would have to make a bracha comes Rav Vadi Yosef and he says no he says all liquid forms of food ice cream doesn't make a difference what it's made out of milk right the halach is it's covered in the hamotzi and you would not need to make a, a bracha so we have three sheets with regards to ice cream Shabbat says all ice cream and ices, you need to make uh, shahakal because it's not eaten as part of the meal. The Orlatina's Mechalak, he says, when it comes to ices, you don't make a shahakal because it's like water. When it comes to ice cream, so then it's not meant to be eaten part of the meal, it's actual food, and you would have to make a bracha uh, before and not after. And Ravavadi says that you don't need to make. Um, that uh, Rav Avadi says that you don't make a bracha on, on, on any of these because it's all considered drink. The next thing we discussed is coffee and tea. The Mishabura quotes the Chai Adam and he says, the Chai Adam says that at the end of the meal, a person should make a shahakal on tea because it's not really served as part of the meal. The Mishabura says, ah, I'm not so sure if that's correct. And therefore, the best thing to do is make a shahakal on a candy. Make a shahakal on a candy and have in mind the, have in mind the tea and then your Yotze, all the, all the opinions. The Mishabura adds, he says, when is this true though? When do you need to make a shahakal on on uh, beforehand, before you drink the tea. He says, you only need to make a shakal before you drink the tea 
in during the week or if you didn't drink wine at the table. But if you made Kiddush at the beginning of the meal, the Kiddush that you made at the beginning of the meal patters uh, the tea that's served at the end of the meal. And the reason is because the Allah is that whenever you make a Bori Pregafen and you drink a Malu Lugmav, Allah is you don't need to make a Bracha on other drinks that you'll drink, uh, that you'll drink uh, at, that, at that setting. So Lamaisa, if you made Kiddush and you drank a Malulugmav, you wouldn't need to make the bracha on the, on the tea itself. If you were sitting at the meal and you didn't make a shak and you didn't take part of the wine, meaning the host made a Bori Pergaf and then you were sitting there and you just, uh, you didn't take, uh, you didn't drink or you only had a little bit, you didn't have a malulugmav. The luck is, uh, you would have to make a shahakol. Ideally, you should make a shahakol on on some uh, on some candy, and then uh, and then drink uh, your tea. The next thing we discuss are bracha on fruits that are served during the meal. So we saw the shulchan aruch uh, who basically paskins. Case number two: when you have fruit that's served during the meal, the luck is you need to make a bracha on it. Right? Whether it's served at dessert, whether it's served during the meal, because these are things that aren't meant to satiate. It's not meant to be eaten together with the with. Uh, with the bread, it's not meant as the main staple of the meal, and therefore you'd have to make a you'd have to make a bracha before, not a bracha after. What about fruit that's served as like an appetizer? So here the Mishnah Bruha adds, and he says that if you serve olives at the beginning of the meal, and the point of the olives is is lam shichat is to is to build an appetite and, and you know create uh, an appetite for eating, so then it becomes part of the meal. And since it becomes part of the meal, the Allah is you would have to uh, you do not need to make a bracha beforehand, even though it's fruit itself. And the example that he gives are salty olives or pickles that you'll serve at the beginning of the meal. The Allah is you do not need to make a bracha on those uh, on those uh, items. And Rav Zilberstein uh, infers from here, he says, if that's the case, so then if you're serving a grapefruit or a cantaloupe, the halacha is that you would need to make, that you do not need to make a bracha beforehand. Why? Because it's served as, uh, as an appetizer. It's served to be, to, to you know, to, to build up an appetite for the main course. The, there are some achronim who say that no, it's not just served as an appetizer, you know, for the main course. It's served actually to, to fill you up. It served as, you know, it served as, as like an addition to the meal, like to add some flavor. And therefore they felt that maybe you should make a bracha on, uh, on, on, an ant, on, a, on a cantaloupe and on, uh, and on the grapefruit that served. Well, it seems that most people will follow this Reb Zilverstein Psak, where the Allah is that since it's, uh, it's served just to create more of an appetite, the Allah is you would, make, you would not make a bracha beforehand. Um, and, you, and, and you would not need to make a bracha after. And the next thing we discussed are cooked fruits. And Mishabruah says, uh, he says, any form of fruit that's served during the meal, whether it's cooked or not, since it's not meant to be served as part of the meal, the halach is, you do not, uh, uh, the is that you need to make a bracha on it, uh, you need to make a bracha on it beforehand. However, the Sharetzionad, he says, if you have fruit that mamish becomes like the main staple of the meal, it's served together with the chicken and with the meat, it's made, it was cooked together. Or if you make tzimis, which are like sweetened uh, fruit or sweetened vegetables that are served mamish as part of the meal, uh, the Allah is, says the Sharetzion, it's best to make a bracha on other food, on other fruit, and then biyotzi that. However, the Chachani says, lemaisa, since it's served as part of the meal and it's clear to everyone that, that it's part of the meal and today everyone serves this as part of the meal, the Allah is, you would not need to uh, make a bracha beforehand. And therefore, if you have apple cranberry kugel or salads that have fruit or tzimis or cold uh, fruit soup, or if you have cooked fruit, anything that is served mamish as part of the meal, these things are served as part of the meal in order to satiate, in order to make you full, and therefore the Allah is that it would not require a bracha uh, before. What about with regard to kompot? Kompot is like a dessert. It's cooked fruit that's served as a, as a dessert. So the Mishra says that since it's served not to satiate, it's served, you know, just to add flavor to the meal uh, as a dessert. So the Allah is you would have to make a bracha before, and you would have to make, and, and uh, 
and, and not make a bracha afterwards. The Maisa, some say that the Mishnah was Chosebro, but the, the Chazanish, the Chutshani, the Alkat Yosef, all the Potskim uh, seem to say that if it's clearly served as a dessert and it's served not to satiate, it's not served to fill you up, the Lach is that you would have to make a bracha before um, and not a bracha after. Yashukah Akadom.